Blog Talk Radio. Psychic Radio on blogtalkradio.com, starring me, the animal communicator, Laura Stinchfield. I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. You can log on to my website, which is www.thepetpsychic.com, for all things animal communication and how to order your own private session with me. I do animals who have passed over, animals who are alive, uh, deceased people, your higher self, and also babies. Today, you can go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio, and post under today's post that is pinned to the top of the page, your pet's picture. And that helps me. I watch that uh, page, which is, again, facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. And I watch that page to get a good look at some of the animals on today's show. I don't need your pet pictures, but I love to put a face to them all and kind of really get a feel for what they look like. You can call into the show at 917-889-2693. Again, that's 917-889-2693. You can also call into the show if you're not near a computer. Uh, so on certain days when you can't get to the computer to listen to our show, feel free to call in at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and just listen to the show on that call-in line. You can join us in the chat room, and you can find that on the home page of Blog Talk Radio. I believe it's down in the forward, re- uh, the bottom right-hand corner, and just look for the pet psychic, and you can get into our chat room. I is not here today, my producer and co-host, and the reason she's not here is that her aunt has passed away, and also she is bringing Aloha, her her mom's dog, to the vet today. So let's. And take a moment and send some prayers and some loving thoughts out to I and her family. Um, they're all doing well, but uh, we want to send her some extra love. And so we have Deanna and Kendra in the, on the phone lines, and they're going to be screening your calls today. So, okay, well, what we're going to do is we're just going to get started and so what I'm going to do here is I'm just going to sort of pick who our first caller is. Um, we're going to do Kelly and uh, with a cat named Ruben. And, okay, so, Kelly, you are on the air. Hello, Laura. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Well, I'll be better once you tell me how my baby is doing. Um, Aww. Ruben? Ruben's been having some issues. He's kind of like um, a marvel of medical science. If something's going to happen, it's going to happen to him. And he's such a trooper. But 
there are some few issues that are going on, and we can't seem to pinpoint what it is. Um, he had a like a stroke or a seizure about a month ago, and mm. there's no explanation of what happened. And he's had all these tests, and I'm just wondering if you can see anything, and can you talk to him and ask him how he's feeling, or if there's you know something he wants to tell me? Sure. Yeah. Of course. So let's get him. I see his his picture on our Facebook page. He's so cute. He's so handsome. What kind of cat is he? Looks like he has unique markings. He does. He does. Have, he's, but he's a tabby cat, and, and I, I think he has some, you know, short hair in him, but he's, he is very distinguishable, and he's yeah, a big boy, he as you does. can probably tell. <laughs> but, so okay, just, so anything you can tell me so, about him, I would... So when was his last, his last seizure? Did uh, you say, did about he a month have, ago. Okay, and he just had one, right? He he did just have one. He had some other issues, um, like from December, January of last year, where he had some asthma attacks, and that Aww. was very scary. But um, you know, ever since then, he's been maintain- maintaining, and he's been doing great because um, he always had some breathing issues. But the seizure and the other attack was so unlike anything that's ever happened before, and it was just so unusual. But the, you know, the vets that he's been to, and he's been to several specialists just cannot, you know, tell us where it came from, what what is making that happen. And thank God it hasn't happened again, but it's still causing him some problems. So. Okay, let's get him and see how he feels. Hold on. Ruben, honey, how are you feeling? He says, sometimes I feel grumpy. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that. He says he just sometimes feels really heavy. Okay. And sometimes my eyes feel heavy and my sinuses. I'll get, like, stuffed up. And also around his tail hurts a lot. He says that his tail doesn't swat as well as it used to. He says sometimes he has a bad taste in the back of his mouth. And I don't like that taste at all. So there's a couple of different things there. I mean, one, it's interesting about how he feels stuffy. So that would, I sort of, kind of sounds like allergies a little bit. Um, and he does, like, have, like, does have allergies. He does. Yeah, you were saying that that, that people. And so we want to kind of know, like, is it a food allergy or is it an allergy to something in the air or something that you're cleaning products or, like, what is that? Um, His tail Mm -hmm. sort of hurting in the back end. You know, you might have heard me before. I'm a big advocate of of getting a chiropractic adjustment. And sometimes when they have a seizure, they knock themselves out. So it's really possible that that's something that's showing up in in his tail area. And, you know, maybe that's something you might want to look into, some type of body work you know, whether it's doing the chiropractic or maybe even some acupuncture for him. And um, the tooth in the, like how he said that his mouth tastes funny in the back. Typically when they have like an acid reflex or something, it tastes funny in his whole mouth. But for it to taste funny in the back of his mouth, I'd be really curious to see like what's going on in the back of his mouth. Does he have an infected tooth back there? So, and, that's, um, and, and that's great because he has had some ulcers in his in his mouth. Oh, he has. 
Yes, he has. That, um, several months ago, we had to have those ulcers treated, yes. Oh, no. So it sounds like maybe one of those ulcers is coming back. So, okay. um, that's interesting. He's having ulcers in his mouth. I wonder what's from. What are you feeding him? Um, he's He actually went on a grain-free and gluten-free Good. diet. Um, Good. Because I had a cat that was, you know, diagnosed and died with cancer last year. Yeah. And like I said, we've had a lot of issues with my babies. I've, I've lost quite a few cats recently and so um, things around. And so he's went to all healthy food and, and things like Good. that. Good. Good. To try to I help would... everybody. I know, right? I would get him to a holistic veterinarian and ask them, what can you do to build up his immune system? Because he sounds like he's getting some allergies and he's getting those ulcers in his mouth. And what could that be from? What could that be stemming from? And see if they have anything, any ideas to boost his immune system. And maybe get some weight off of him if he feels he's feeling heavy, too, in his body. He he is heavy. Um, he has lost some weight, but he does have like a pot belly that the vet is concerned with. But you know he's always had that, so they're not really sure what's going on. But he is a hypothyroid kitty, so he's oh, you know he that's is. rare in cats. Yeah, he yeah. is. So like I said, he's kind of he like hypothyroid. You know, yeah, I would get to a holistic does. veterinarian and maybe if they have another idea of what these symptoms could be and how to help them. Okay. Yeah. Um, like sometimes I do both, you know, I think there's a time and place for both. I've got a traditional vet that I go to and he does all my diagnostic and he tells me what he thinks I should do. And sometimes I put them on prescription meds if they have a kidney infection or something serious like that. But then a lot of times I just take his diagnosis and I go to a, a holistic veterinarian and then I try and get another treatment. So it's good to kind of do both. So I would a lot of times when the traditional vets say, oh, no, we're stuck, we don't know what to do, this is just kind of the way he is, sometimes mm-hmm. holistic veterinarians don't really go for that. And they, they say, oh, no. I mean, you'd be surprised. Some of them are like, oh, yeah, I can totally fix this. So okay. um, the main thing is never give up on them and keep looking and keep having the belief that um, he's going to get better. Because ulcers in the mouth, I don't know. Like I don't. I'm not a vet, so I don't really know why he's getting ulcers in the mouth. But I would want to know why. Like, what gives cats ulcers in the mouth, and how do we stop that? Well, and, and that's great. And I can understand yeah. the taste thing because he's getting some mouthwash, and he also has his inhalers. And I know that they have to taste a little funky. So no, but also probably... an ulcer would taste bad because that can be infected. Sure. So you'd have that Absolutely. bad taste. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, let us know how he does. I keep thinking acupuncture would be for him. So. Well, and that that probably would be because he does have some arthritis because he has been a big boy, you know, his whole life here. And um, I thank you so much. And I mean, is there oh, anything else that he wants me to know? You know what? I'm, I'm going to try and get to as many animals as possible today. So we're going to do just one question per okay. animal. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate Thank you so much for calling in. Yeah. Have a blessed day. Okay. You too, Kelly. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, did you all hear that? One question per animal. I'm going to try and just get through as many as I can. And I know that when you all get on the air, you're like, okay, let's ask her as much as we can. And sometimes I have a really hard time at watching the time. I really have no sense of time. So I can get really stuck, and I want to give you, like, a whole session <laughs> for yourself. But um, you, I'm, we've been getting a lot of callers, and uh, I, I really would like to hit as many of you as possible. So we're going to try and be um, right to the point. And uh, so all you animals out there, you guys too, think about what you want to say and be really straightforward. 
Okay, so now we are going to Gina um, with Jada. And, um, okay, Gina, you are on the air. Um, I have a 15-year-old, and um, she's been inside-outside most of the time. Um, now that my baby's not a baby anymore, I let her come in and stay in a lot. And I had gone out of town for about six days. My husband was home, and he loved her and fed her. And then I came home, and she ended up peeing on my bed, like on my and side. And when, you so came home, after not the, why, when you came home, yeah. not while you were gone? Right. And, and did so... You, um, did she just After do it once? Third, no, she okay. did it once, and then I cleaned the bed, and then she did it again, and I cleaned the bed. And then the third time, it was while I was petting her. <laughs> and so I was like, that's it, you're going outside, and I can't have you back in because I don't trust her. So I'm really, like, conflicted. Like, do I want her to come back in because she's so sorry? And I'm about to go out of town tomorrow okay. for another eight days. Okay, great. So I'm going to have my neighbor take care of her. Yeah, I think that's a smart idea just for now while you're gone. But then when we get back, mm-hmm. when you get back, well, let's see if we can get her back into the house. Now, I'm going to ask you some questions. And some of the questions I'm going to ask you are also so that you can start sort of paying attention to her behavior and that the listeners can sort of think about how to pay attention to their behavior. Because sometimes I'm not available, right? And so you want to be able to right. figure out your animals without me there. So, um, so when she peed on the bed and you were petting her, do you remember her facial expression? Do you remember exactly how it happened and what she did? Like, what, what happened? Can you just sort yep, of break I it down? Yep, I just opened, um, I woke up in the morning, and I usually wake up, open my slider, and she goes out and does her potty, and she comes back in. Well, mm-hmm. I went to the slider, I opened it, she turned around, jumped on my bed, and was like, here, just pet me. And I was like, okay, we'll close the slider, and I started petting her like, good morning. And then that's when she was like, oh, yeah, this feels good. And she was like peeing. So she was like, oh, yeah, this feels good, and, it was, and she started peeing. Okay, so, um, so that's an interesting thing, right? So you just sort of noticed that she sort of released her pee. So if mm-hmm. she didn't look like she had a defiant look, right? And uh, she didn't she, a little like, bit, yes, a little bit. Okay, so what we want to find out is was that defiance or was that shock that she was doing it? Because it kind of can look the same. Right? They're kind of going to be like, oh, no, I'm peeing. Oops, maybe I shouldn't be doing that. Right? Oh, she why, definitely why knew she wasn't supposed to be doing that. I think it yeah, was a little right? bit of defiance. Like, she was mad yeah. I left her. Okay. So how, when, she, when you came home, you said she peed on the bed three times. Was that in, like, a week or? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay, great. Um, okay, let's get her and sort of find out. And then you didn't see her the other times when she peed on the bed. The other two times? No. Mm-mm. Okay. And do you think they were done probably during the day, huh? It was when I was sleeping. Like, I woke up to it. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. I know. One was at my foot and one was, like, on my chest. Oh, my God. That's the worst. I've never had it was next. Like it was that. actually not on me, but next to me. Oh, that would be the worst. <laughs> and it okay. didn't get to the mattress. Like, thank God. It oh, just thank didn't get goodness. to the mattress. Right. Oh gosh. Okay. So, Let's get and find out what the what the heck is going on. What's her name again? Jada. Jada. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jada. I'm her right now. Beautiful black beauty. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, Jada. Do you have you been listening to your mom? What do you think about all that? Why are you peeing on the bed? Mom's so excited to have you back in the house. 
She loves you being in the house, but when you pee on the bed, it makes mom want to put you back outside because cat pee is really, really hard to clean up. It's really hard to clean up, and it smells so bad, and it ruins things. She said she wanted you to know that you're that you and her are friends. What do you mean? So why would you why would you pee on her and the, her side of the bed to say this is ours? This is our special spot. Oh, Jada, honey, that's not an okay what reason to pee on the bed, sweetheart. That's not like it can be your special spot without peeing. but I don't want anyone else on that side. But you know what? People, and right, do you have a kid too, did you say? Mm-hmm, two, yep. How old, is your, how old are your children? One's seven, one's three. Okay. So your kids and are allowed up on the bed, right? They're allowed on your bed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to share the bed with the kids and daddy. It's just the way it is, but it can still be your special spot with mom. But when you have a family, you got to share with family. It's just the way it is. But, and kids don't know about pee. Like, they're not animals. So they don't know about, like, if you pee, that's territorial. They don't get that. That's not a good way to communicate that. But anyway, you've got to share. And the mom's really excited about having you in the house. But it's really bad to pee on the bed. Like, really, really bad. What can mom do to make you feel more secure? And when mom goes away, what can she do to make you feel better when she goes away? Tell daddy he needs to take care of me. Do you have a daddy? Mm-hmm. Daddy takes and, care of her. Yeah. Um, and in what she way do you... She lays on daddy's want, chest and he pets what, her. Yeah, what way do you want daddy to take... Do the talking up close that mom does. Mm-hmm. Mom does the face-to-face talking. You know what she's talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, Jada, honey, everybody interacts with animals differently. You just got to learn how to deal with daddy. Like maybe mom can say, hey, Jada loves face-to-face talking. Maybe daddy can do that. But everyone is, reacts differently with animals. And so your relationship with daddy is different. But maybe what we can do is we can tell mommy to tell you with the sun rising and setting for as many days as she'll be gone and then picture herself happily coming back so you know how long she'll be gone for. But either way, you still have a family, which is super cool. And mom's going away when? Tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mom's going away tomorrow, and she's really nervous about your whole peeing thing, and so she was going to have the neighbor take care of you where? In the yard or where? She's going to be outside, yeah. So for this time, mommy's going to keep you outside and until mommy comes back and the neighbor's going to come and take care of you. And then when mommy comes back, you can go back inside, but you have to be really, really good. And why can't I just stay inside? I didn't pee on daddy. Well, mommy and daddy will talk about it, but it's not a promise. But you have to promise never to pee again on the bed and just be really confident in your relationship. 
And mom will tell you, did you get that, Gina, about sun rising and setting for as many days as you'll be gone and then picture yourself happily coming back? And then mm-hmm. if, you, if you're away, you can talk to her in your head and tell oh, her, yeah. you know, like, I'm wherever doing this or, hey, you should have seen the bird I saw today or, and I'll be home and, and then picture the sun rising and setting for as many days as you'll be gone and picture yourself happily coming home. Mm-hmm. And that's it, huh? So when I get home, I can let her in? Well, I mean, the reason why she's doing it, yeah, I do think you can let her in. I think she's just confused. Okay. Yeah, um, I she hope, knows I hope, she goes in her litter box right. in the bathroom. Yeah. It's, it's like not, always clean. Yeah, and Daddy always cleans it. He's always cleaning it. Well, too. we, yeah, I do. Daddy doesn't want to, but I do. Yeah, but when you're away, did, did he clean it? Um, yeah, hey. she and he let her out, too, of course. He did. And Dad would talk to me. See, then you're kind of offending Dad when you pee on the bed, too, because you're saying, Dad, you're not special enough. You know, you got to be good to Dad, too. you got to respect the family and pee only in your litter box and outside. It's just the way it is. You've got to respect the family. She's saying something about she loves it if your hair is braided. You know what she's talking about? Oh, that's so nice. Do you braid your hair? <laughs> You do that? Yeah, occasionally. Aww. I have really long hair. It's really nice pretty that way, she said. Aww. She said she loves it when you do the dancing fingers on her back. Oh, she feels so... I think I'm doing that right now. <laughs> oh, you are? <laughs> she said it feels so good. Jada, honey, are you going to pee in the house again? Only in your litter box, okay? And outside, mm. do you understand? It's super serious, Jada. I can't explain this to you. People dump kitties for going to the bathroom in the house. People, it's wrong. And they also, like, put kitties to sleep for, for going to the bathroom in the house. I'm not saying that those are okay things to do, but that's what happens sometimes. It makes people that upset. It's really important. And if you've got something to say to mom, you've got to think of another way how to say it. You say it over and over and over and over and over again in your head until mom picks it up. You could tell her in the middle of the night, too. Hmm. She says, when you leave the house, hug her and kiss her, too. Oh. <laughs> be part of the family goodbye. Oh. I do. So, I'd, say, I'd say, be good girl, Jada. I'll be back. I'll be back soon. Yeah. So, so you got to call us back and let us know how she did. And so, is your kids and your husband going to be home, or just just? Who's no, it's who's our back? one family vacation every summer we take oh. to North Carolina. So. Oh, so you're all the whole family is going, and so you're yeah. The only- last time I was I was gone, I had a death in the family, so the kids stayed and I left. It was just me that was gone. Oh, okay. And so when you go, well, that's interesting, too. So there's more of a reason why she might feel insecure and feel like she has to pee on the bed. Because if you're feeling, like, really emotional because of the the family death, and you're feeling, like, emotionally vulnerable, the peeing is um, a way to help you feel safe and secure because it has her scent. And so she's thinking that you have a little pride together. There's a part of mm. her that might think that you might feel better that way, too. So Yeah, they have um, a really funny way of telling us that. <laughs> they do. And, you know, they're not all like that. I mean, some of them are mad that you're gone. But she's, you know, more just like like lonely and felt insecure. 
So it wasn't like a, like a real defiant, like, I'm going to get you back, which some of them are like. That's you know? what I thought she was doing. No, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a, like a really like mad pee. It was more of a like insecure, confused pee. Okay. They're different. They're different. Okay. Um, but it makes more sense that you weren't away for a fun reason. You were away for a sad reason. And like her, even her reasoning was unusual. Like, like they don't normally pee to like, because it's you or you're in her spot. Like what she said. It's not a typical reason to pee because it's both of your spots, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so mom and the family are going away. You tell her, Gina, how many days you're going, all right? Night. I will. Thank you and so much. I greatly appreciate it. I'll let her back in when I get home, and I'll return yeah. the call and let you know how it goes. Yeah. And remember, all, for all of you out there, you always want to tell your animals the behavior that you want, not the behavior that you don't want. So, so mm-hmm. when you come back home, try and say to her, now we're only, if you feel insecure, pee only in the litter box or outside. We're going to feel confident now, so pee only in the litter box and outside. Stay right. away from saying, don't pee on the bed. Okay. okay? Because then okay. you're going to picture her peeing on the bed. You're going to put that in her head. She's getting so, mixed signals, yep. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Same with the kids, Thank probably. you so much. Okay. Sure, Gina. You too. Thanks, bye. All righty, sweet little Gina and her kitty, Jada. Okay, so let's see, who do we have next? We are going to do, we are taking Kayla and Taco. You are on the air. Hi. Hi there. So Taco looks a little bit like my little Felix. Little chihuahuas. They all sort of look alike, don't they, the little chihuahuas? Um, They do. (laughs) Okay, so tell us a little bit about what's going on with Taco. Okay, so um, he'd never, my brother moved away. I thought it was about six months ago, but it's actually been about eight months. And he left Taco here with us and had Taco had never been to the vet before or anything um, with doctors, anything like that. And so I've been taking him to the vet and to get his nails trimmed and all of that and whenever. Uh-oh, I don't hear Kayla anymore. Uh-oh, I hope you guys hear me. So everyone in the chat room, do you guys hear me? chat room people oh great you guys hear me so Kayla yes oh Kayla you disappeared did you do something no I didn't we're here okay good well you disappeared for a second so um thank you chat room people um okay so we lost you or I lost you so um you were saying that you'd been taking him to the vet and then you got cut off so so, what were you saying? Hear me okay now? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so I've been taking him to the vet, and they end up having to muzzle him because he gets aggressive, and and he cries, and he pees on himself and, and everywhere, and it just gets really traumatic for him, and he'll 
you know, bark and howl the entire time that he's there. And even though I try to explain to him the night before, like, hey, you know, tomorrow we're going to the vet and this is what's going to happen. Like, I just try to explain to him so that he, um, you know, I hope that he'll understand, but it just seems like he's really scared. And so I just want to know what he's afraid of and what I can do better. To help him. And so how old is he? He's um, he's about three and a half. And do you take him anywhere else or just to the vet? Or do you take him other places? Yeah, yeah. I Whenever I get a chance, like, we go in the car. Like, he loves going for rides in the car. We go in the car. You know, we'll go outside. We go for walks and stuff like that. Does he, does he have aggression issues anywhere else? He, well, yes. When we go for walks, he, whenever we see other people or other dogs, he'll bark at them or growl at them. I mean, I've never seen him bite anybody or do anything like that. It's almost like he's mm. showing his tough <laughs> hmm. And so, have you ever taken him to a store to constrain, so strangers can't pet him? Can friends pet him? Oh yeah, friends can pet him. I think that he's really, he's really, um, he loves his leash and he loves his collar. And I think mm-hmm. that he thinks people are going to take that away from him because even if they're on my bed and not on him, and people come into my room, he wants to guard those things. So, well, it I think like he thinks. Pro- are going to get taken from him. Yeah, it sounds like your brother didn't do a very good job at socializing him. And so it sounds like Taco doesn't know how to calm himself. And when there's a lot of stimulation around, it really frightens him. And it makes sense that when somebody wants to do something with him, like cut his nails or whatever the vet is doing, that it's extremely traumatizing because he's not even okay with people that close to him, let alone actually touching him and leaning on him and focusing on him. So um, okay. I'm going to explain, explain to Taco that you are going to try really hard to socialize him more and have him have more positive experiences and that he can learn something different than what he knows now, that his reality can be different than his reality now. So to me, your situation is not just fear at the vet. It's your fear of all new situations. And so we want to take him out as much as possible. And I would even go – to say, like, ask the vet. I would walk into the vet and just give him a treat sometimes and then walk out or um, okay. ask the vet if he could come to the car and just cut his nails in the car and just sort of switch it up a little bit um, just to give him okay. a different association. But it it sounds like he needs to be in a lot more different situations and feel comfortable. Um, All right. This, vets are high-stress places because a lot of the animals are stressed. Um, right. But, but we don't need it to be like that. Like, my animals don't get stressed at the vet. They're fine at the vet. They, like, run in there with waggy tails, you know, because they know what everything's for. So, but let's talk to Taco right. and sort of explain to him all this. Hey, Taco, are you listening? Did you hear what I was saying? I get angry because I feel wind coming at me. <laughs> I'm like, wind, you're suffocating me. And that's just what he's explaining is the pressure of people. Like he just feels pressure when people come. I think to myself, oh, my God. They're going to pick me up and throw me. Don't throw me. Don't throw me. What is your brother like? Would he throw him? No, but he is a rescue. Oh, he is. My brother rescued the pound. Oh, So, Taco, honey, I got something really cool to tell you. You are in a home for life. Is that true, Kayla? You in a home for life? Absolutely. You're in a a home for life, 
And you can have this really, really awesome life. But the story is, is that right now you're looking at the world through fear and you don't have to do that. You can look at the world through confidence. I'm really scared of fast movements. And I'm scared of strong smells. And I'm scared of people with glasses. And I'm just scared. Okay, so listen, Taco. One of the things that I want you all to know, okay, so when you're scared, you have to do your calming signals. And calming signals are licking, yawning, blinking your eyes, looking and looking away, stretching, sniffing, coming to you at an arc, okay? So those are the main ones. I really, really want you to do those when you're scared. So every time you feel your body freezing up and your tail sort of tucking and your body getting stiff and your eyes starting to bulge or you're feeling like you can't focus on something, I want you to lick and yawn and blink your eyes and then look to your mom. And your mom's going to give you guidance. I do that. How do I do that? Oh, oh, so one of the things that we could do for him is like, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't force a lot of people petting him right now. I would just like let him be comfortable with people around him and um, start. Are you training him at all? Are you asking him to do anything? We've started a little bit and I actually have a friend that's, that's becoming certi- certified in dog training and she's really good with all that stuff and she's going to allow us to be in one of her classes oh cool and so is she positive does she use treats and yeah it's all positive training great so that's that's going to be the best thing for him because for any dog that's fearful or any dog that's been abused he learns that the process of learning is not safe because if they okay. try and think about something then they don't know when they're going to get hit or kicked or thrown or yelled at, right, because he's obviously been traumatized. So um, so what training positively does is it teaches them the process of learning and that learning can be fun. So that uncomfortable area of like, oh, my God, what are they asking or what do they want of me, where usually they might get yelled at or abused. Instead, if they work through it, they learn to do something and then get a treat for it or get praised for it or get a toy for it or whatever, you know, the praise is. And then that, over time, builds up their confidence level and allows them to learn a whole different way of looking at the world. And that's so important. So it's really great that if you go to, go to train him like that. And then also be marking the behavior. Okay. He says, don't put me in a bag. A I don't bag? want to go in a bag. Yeah, do you put him in a bag? I have never, ever put him in a bag. I wonder I what that means. Carry him and walk, and I don't know. I don't think my brother ever. I don't no, know. I don't understand. That's not typically a man thing to do. Um, it's more of a, you know. Um, yeah. I almost think it was like a pillowcase or something. I think somebody might have had him in a pillowcase at one time. Um, so- I know, which is like. You know, we're told to, we're told that if there's ever a fire to throw our small animals, like a like cats and stuff, in a pillowcase, we don't have a carrier right away. So there might have been a reason why they used a pillowcase. You know, it might not have been abuse. They might have had a reason, but um, okay. but it scared him. So a lot of weird things happened to him that he didn't make sense of. 
And okay. it could have been things, it could have been things that were normal. And I mean, not putting them in a pillowcase isn't normal, but there are things that could have been normal, but they just didn't understand why. You just want to slow right. everything down and teach him step by step. Less is more. So, um, also, I do like treats. I like little <laughs> bits of meat. I like shredded chicken. Oh. Oh, and he says it looks like milk or something that he likes to like like drink up, but it looks uh, creamy. You know what that is? Maybe that's from his past too. Like he looks like like milk. Interesting. It was real, really good. <laughs> Stuff out of his eye. I don't like gookie eye. And I like my belly, which is more like the side of him. That's actually what I'm petting right now. <laughs> oh, you are? That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the the cat we just spoke to said that she like the dancing fingers. It was she was doing that right then. <laughs> uh-huh. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. I like my person now a lot. I'm really thankful for her. She talks to mm-hmm. me a lot, and she tells me that the vet is okay, but I'm terrified. I get, like, big heart, which means, like, a thumping in the chest. Oh, well, Mommy's going to help you. But, you know, you got to just get your nails cut. you got to go to the vet sometimes. The vet might save your life one day. All right? So I'm telling you this, Taco, and to all the animals out there that have been rescued and abused or under-socialized, the world is way better than you think you are. You are with people now who are going to keep you safe and who are going to love you forever. And that's the coolest thing ever. So allow yourself to be happy because all those bad memories are going to be replaced by good ones. I promise you. So allow yourself to go in, step into the future that you never even thought was possible. You might not have any conception of what your future is going to be like, but just that it feels awesome. Okay? So you got to remember that. Future is going to feel awesome, or my future is feeling awesome. You've got, you know how you've been feeling better already? It just keeps getting better. you got to trust it. Okay, he said. Uh, okay, like, <laughs> call us back and tell us how he does after he goes to dog training. Okay, you might thank have to, you so much. You might, you're welcome. You might have to be, like, off to the side. Like, if he has, like, a really hard time with it, like, go, you know, 10 feet behind everyone or farther if you have to you know just take him farther away if he has a hard time being engulfed in it okay we'll okay do. have have fun have fun taco you're going to dog training <laughs> all right thank Kayla. you so much sure you, you too thanks okay now who do we have next Valerie with Rainbow, you guys are on the air. Hello, Laura. Hi there. Hello. Hi. So, so How are Valerie, you? I'm great. Do you have me on speakerphone? I don't think so. Mm, no? I have, I have a bad have echo. A bad echo. Hmm. So, so, can you guys, can you guys, are you guys in the chat room, can you hear the echo? 
I checked it. I'm not on speakerphone. Oh, good. Oh, good. oh. oh. no, it's no. still there. Still there. Oh. Hmm. Um, okay, so, okay, so, gosh, Valerie, gosh, it's Valerie, hard for me to pay attention to pay hearing, attention me, hearing so, me, so, like, everything like I say, everything is, getting I say is getting echoed. Oh, wow. Um, oh, man. And I they're hearing it. You know what I'm going to do, Valerie, is I'm going to I'm going to put you on on mute and I'll I'll talk to your torty. So tell me a little bit about what's going on. She I'm pretty in tune to her. So she a couple weeks ago she was making this meow that was like really almost like a death cry that a cat does, but it wasn't anything wrong with her. She seemed fine. So I don't know what she was upset about. There was something that she was very upset about, and she was trying to tell me. And when was this? And when was this? This was a couple of weeks ago, I think. And did she just come from outside, or what was the situation? I Well, I've smelled something a few days after that. I could smell that something had died in the woods, but she's not friends with any other animals, so I don't know. But I have a. I just get the feeling that it was some that has something to do with it. Okay, I'm gonna ask her. When I ask her, I'm gonna put you on mute. Okay. 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 Oh yeah, that's better. Every time she's on, I get the echo. Okay, so we're gonna talk to Rainbow, the cutest little thing in the world on Facebook. Okay, Rainbow, honey. want to know if I'm going to tell her person something about herself. What do you want to tell your person? I want to tell my person I feel loved. That I feel grateful for being with her. That she feels like there's a circle of protection around her now. Now there's magic in my person. I mean, I listen really hard. And I just feel safe with her. So, um, so little girl, your mom said that you were like, you were meowing a lot a little while ago, a few weeks ago, and she didn't know what was going on. It was really terrible. My friend got killed. Friend got killed by meanness. What do you mean by meanness? What do you mean by that? Huh. She said that she got slammed in the head, like by like a car or something. Could it have been like a car? You think it, she thinks it was mean people. Mean people hurt her. She's really pretty. She looks like maybe she was like a, um, like a, like a torty or like a calico, like something like really sort of bright colors and lots of colors to her. Mean people were mean and hit her. And she died in pain. And I didn't know what to do. I went to my mom to say, can I, can you help her? 
but she couldn't. She was too far away. And it was really sad for me. Oh, Rainbow, I'm so sorry to hear all that. That sounds terrible. Have you seen your friend's spirit around? Because you know you can talk to your friend's spirit. Yeah, I have seen her. She comes and sits with me and walks by my side. She's still with me happier now. Oh, that's so good. My mom kind of knew what I said, but not really. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, okay, Valerie, you're, um, I'm going to put you back on the air here in a second, but I just wanted to say that I read what you wrote on the Facebook page and then how you had thought she might have lost a friend, and um, it sounds like you were right and that maybe you were picking that up from Rainbow. Do you think you were picking that up from her? Yeah, I do, and I know what cat it was that crossed over. Oh, you know uh, which cat that is? Yeah, she was only here for like a week, I thought, but she took off, and I thought she left. She was, I don't think she was thorough either, and she looked just like Rainbow. Oh. And I was looking for her and looking for her, and I didn't see that she was around, and I don't know what where she went, um, and I hadn't seen her for a long time, but then when that happened, I... I just had this feeling that that's what happened, that she had died, but I didn't know why, I, you know. Oh, God, I leave food like, out all the time for, you know, any like, cats that come like, around. Yeah, it sounds like some yeah, kids like were might have mean, mean to her. To her. No, I, I don't know who that would be in my neighborhood. There's no mean kids around here. I don't know. I don't know. It's awful. It's awful. I knew, you know, I connect. I do connect with Rainbow. Um, so I knew something had happened, and I I had that feeling that it was that cat. You did. And, um, yeah, I I hear Rainbow sometimes, but I don't. Yeah. I just didn't get anything that time. Well, you, it well, sounds like you, you did get it. Did get it. Yeah, I guess I did. Mhm. Yeah. Aww, I'm so sorry, but how sorry, sweet but is how Rainbow? Sweet She's said some nice things about your relationship, about your relationship with, her. with her. Yeah, she really did. Really did. You think that cat's her sister? I, I think they're related, definitely, and yeah. I definitely think because she looked just like her. It was like a mini, you know, version of her. Oh, she, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, Valerie, I'm sorry I'm about sorry that, but I'm so that. happy I'm that so you happy listened to her and that she came to you for help. For How help. sweet is How that? Sweet is that? Yeah. Now if I could just get her to come live inside. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell her. Yeah, I try. Okay. I try to tell Rainbow, her it's comfy try, in the house. Try. Go inside a little bit. A little you bit. don't have to stay in there a full you time. Full go in there time. just a little just bit. Just a little bit. All right, Valerie, yeah, I'm going to let, let, let you go because of the, the echo. Okay. Thank you so much, Laura. It's oh, really oh, brought oh. some peace to my heart here. Oh, oh, good. I'm glad. And the little kitty's doing okay on the other side, too. So that's good I've, I've seen her in the yard, too. <laughs> oh, you have? Well, how cool is that? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right, Thank you guys. so much. Yeah. yeah, you too. Thank you. Oh, what a sad story for a little rainbow. I wonder who those kids were. Okay, so who do we have next? We have Paige and Gordon, if I can find you. I'll see you. There we are. 
You guys are on the air. Hi, Laura. Hi there. So, what would you like to ask little Gordon? Is it Gordon or Jordan? I always get this joke confused. Gordon. Gordon. Okay, good. He's a kitty that we're adopting. He's still at the shelter. Um, He's having his big operation today, and so I hope to bring him home today. And I wondered what he thought about being adopted. Oh, so he's getting neutered today? Yes. I don't want to know about that. Yeah, I know, but he, if he's under anesthesia, he might be kind of hard to get. Oh, okay. So, or, or he might be sort of, like, fuzzy in the head. He might be, like, and he might be, like, oh, my God, what's wrong with me? So he might not be that into talking about going home because he might be feeling so funny. Because okay. what happens when they get the anesthesia, and this is kind of good for everybody to know, that when they get the anesthesia, they get this drug that that can make them feel sort of um, like a hallucinogenic almost af- afterwards. can sort of make them feel like they're in a cartoon. And then they get put in the cages um, that have, you know, those aluminum cages. And those aluminum mm-hmm. cages are really shiny. And you know how, like, with the aluminum or the stainless steel, you look at it and then you can kind of, like, see reflections of things? Well, when you're yeah. a little bit spacey, that looks really frightening. So um, a lot of times when they're put under like that, they're not feeling so hot. And he'll, he might feel a little nauseous and stuff, too. So, But let's, let's see if we can get him and see how he's doing. And tell Thanks, him that he's coming, he's coming home to his new people. Are getting him tonight or getting him tomorrow? Yes, either one. Which don't know yet. You, okay, you don't know yet. Okay. He's really cute. This picture of him is really funny. He looks like he's going to be hysterical when he grows up. I know. <laughs> he is really handsome. Like, he looks like an old cat in like a little body. Like you know those kids that look yeah. like old men in like infant bodies. That's what he's yeah. looking like. <laughs> looks like he has glasses on. I know he's so cute. Okay. He says he already hears me. I'm so ready to go home. I've been told I'm going home, and I've been excited. Do they have an under-the-couch room? I think what he's saying is, do you have some place you can go under the couch? Yes. Yeah. they got some place where you can do that, like under the couch or under the bed or something. Mm-hmm. Do they feed once a day or twice a day? Twice if he likes. Twice, if you like. Do you leave, like, kibble out for them normally? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You can have kibble out for you all day. Do I get a place on the bed, or am I locked out of the house? Place on the bed. So funny, his questions. Was he always at the shelter? I don't know. He's only four months old. Yeah. I mean, sometimes when they talk... When they're this young, they can talk sort of, they can remember their past lives, too. So, like, he could remember, like, being an outdoor-only cat or, but maybe at the shelter they only feed him once a day or twice a day. You know, maybe he has feeding times. Um, Yeah, that's what they told me, twice a day, yeah. Oh, so then he's just sort of wondering. But it's interesting that he knows that there might be a change. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's interesting Absolutely. So, um 
in in that shelter do they do they adapt to outdoor only homes or no um they indoor and outdoor so he can go outdoors but i'm not yeah. sure if i'm going to let him out yet or not Ooh. i want to go outside okay i love i love trees i love gardens with snow peas I love snow peas. Well, that's interesting. I mean, that almost sounds like he's remembering a past life, don't you think? Like somebody who had like a garden. Because it's four yes, months. Yes. Yeah, it must be another life. Oh, good. Well, Where do you guys live? Peas. Because I keep seeing like the East Coast or something. Where do you live? We live in Palos, live in Palos Verdes. Oh, okay. Is your yard lush? Yes. Do you have a garden, like a vegetable garden? No, but we have a very lush um, backyard. Oh, so maybe I'm seeing your backyard. It just looks a little lush. Um, as long as uh, he so doesn't go over the fence. I'm really smart. I can count. <laughs> so if you want to give me treats, I know how many you're giving me. I love to be loved. And I try really hard not to bite too hard or scratch you. I'm going to be the best cat you ever had. <laughs> well, he's not, he's not lack confidence. It's true. He's so cute. He's a character. I also love tunnels. He said he loves his new mom and do pay for him out of your purse. Yes, I, I did. Right? Yeah, yeah. That can you is tell so, him that we... So cool. Can you he tell said. him that he... <laughs> you he tell him that he's going to have a... Go ahead. I was going to say he must have been in tune with you, while you when you paid for him. <laughs> he must have been like, yeah, I'm adopted, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's official. <laughs> yeah, right. Could you tell him that he's going to have a big brother that is um, uh, Labrador Riley, who you spoke to in January? So this is going to be Riley's new kitty. Oh, you're going to have a big Labrador play with Riley. That's so exciting. I like to jump on his tail. (laughs) If he wags it fast, it will be fun. And Riley, you can't eat my food. Correct. You can only eat what I leave. (laughs) Not before I've eaten. And maybe you could share hot dogs with me. Do you give Riley hot dogs or sausage or something? No. What are they called? Pill pockets? They sort of look like a little piece of sausage. Oh, maybe. Glucosamine in it. Oh, okay. You know what that could have been there? Is that could have been him talking to Riley, like, hey, you can only eat my food. You can't eat my food. And then Riley might have said to him, maybe if you don't finish it all, I'll share with you my pill pocket. You know, so <laughs> it's possible. They, I mean, I didn't pick him up, but it definitely could have happened. <laughs> the brothers are already negotiating. I love it. Yes, so cute. They're going to be good buddies. How old is Riley again? He's uh, 11. Oh, so fun. So fun. 
Well, you'll have to call us back when he's home, and we'll talk to him and Riley about how they're getting along. I will definitely do that, Laura, but I think they're going to get along fine. <laughs> oh, me too, me too. But I kind of would like to just talk to him again because he's funny. <laughs> hear his perspective well, on life. <laughs> definitely, yeah, definitely. He, he doesn't lack confidence, just as you said. Thank you so much for your time today, Laura. Oh, you're welcome, Paige. Be well. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Oh my God, that cat was so cute. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'll be able to get a hold of him. He's like, I'm right here. <laughs> fine. I can talk to you fine. Okay, we just a few more minutes. Am I going to take another one? Okay. Um, I'm going to go to um, Denise. And Denise, you are on the air. Hi. How are you? Hi, Denise. Good. So how is Toby doing today? So he's a little he got, four. He is, and he got a biopsy. Where was his biopsy taken from? From his hind leg above his knee. Oh, right. He has I two think... lumps. Yeah. He has two lumps. And um, which knee was it? His left. And so... Um, and so we want to ask him, like, how he's feeling after the biopsy? Yeah, and if the bumps hurt him, the lumps hurt. Okay. All right, Toby, my old friend. Are you listening? It did kind of sting when they did it. It kind of stings my legs. Well, did they have to take a lot out? Usually the biopsy would be simple. I think they did like three or four needles. Oh. I have a good feeling about it. I don't think it's anything serious. And the doctors didn't either. Fine. Is that true? Did they say this was going to be fine? Uh, One is a fatty tissue. Mm -hmm. And then one they're concerned about. Oh, well, Toby doesn't think they're too concerned, which is good. Okay. All right, I mean, it was so- a new It was a new hospital, new people, and I had to let him go back in the back without me. We keep saying I feel good about it. And, Mom, they were nice good. to me. They were nice. Okay, Denise, I'm going to go because we've got Stormy's Words thank of Wisdom. Thank you. Okay, okay, thank you so much. Bye, Denise and okay, Toby. Bye. Okay, so I was talking to Stormy earlier about Stormy's words of wisdom, and he was wanting to talk about the passion people have in their hearts. And he says, when you have a fire in your heart that is a passion, is it important to learn how to live that fire and not allow your compassion for others to take you away from your own passion? Make time for both. Your passion is important. So he's saying don't um, let the suffering of others take you away from what gives you your brightness and makes you happy in your life. And I think that's really great words of wisdom from Stormy. Thank you all for listening today to our Pet Psychic Radio. And remember, you can go to my website, which is thepetpsychic.com. Again, that's thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communicate for all things animal communication. Thanks for listening, everyone. Talk with the animals.